the reality is things don't have to be as difficult as we imagine they have to be. After each massive declutter session I would go through, I would pat myself on the back, congratulating myself on the sweat equity I had put in on the hours of hard work I had accomplished. When in reality, I could have avoided the overaccumulation of stuff if I simply bought less stuff to begin with. There would be no big sweat equity declutter sessions. Hey there, I'm Renee, a self-proclaimed shopaholic turned minimalist. In just three years, my family and I downsized our house, paid off debt, and I learned to make passive income online so I could work anytime, anywhere. We did all of this in pursuit of a life of more freedom, flexibility, and fun. And the crazy part is, the more I detached from my stuff, the more I was able to let go of pesky habits like people-pleasing, saying yes to everyone, and being who I thought I was supposed to be rather than showing up authentically as who I am. That's why I want you to see the Unstuffed podcast not as a place for all things decluttering and organizing, but rather as a place where together we can unload it all. From donating those pants that no longer fit to bidding adieu to those relationships that have run their course, I want you to see our time together as a time where you can unwind, let go, come as you are, and there is no need to apologize for the mess. So let's shed some layers, drop some dead weight, and start living a little less stuffed. Welcome to the Unstuffed Podcast. Hey there, it's me, Renee. Welcome back to the Unstuffed Podcast. Today, I have an extra special episode for you as we kick off a brand new year in 2023. I am so excited to have just quietly launched my new newsletter and bonus podcast. As you know, I get so tired of the way that minimalism, organization, and decluttering is often talked about. And I've recently come to the realization that the reason that this frustrates me so much is because a lot of times the way decluttering is talked about is really physical. Even the free checklist that I have just gives you ideas on things that you can declutter from your home. And the reality is anybody can tell us what to declutter, right? Anybody can tell us how to declutter, what to declutter. I could easily give you a list and say, get rid of these things. But a lot of times that's not diving down to the deeper problems and we're not actually connecting to our emotions, which let's face it, a lot of times the reasons that we hang on to our stuff so tightly or the reason that we buy things and bring them into our home in the first place is because they are connected to us emotionally. Most of us don't understand this or want to admit it, but if you think about anybody in your life, really yourself included, How many people do you know who are hanging on to a blanket that was their grandma's or pictures that mean a lot to them, old love letters from an ex-boyfriend or their pants that they wore before they had kids? We hang on to all of these things because we are emotionally attached to them. That's why when we are giving these lists of physical things to declutter, it doesn't really always get to the root problem because we're decluttering things simply physically and not emotionally. That is why I started the Soulful Minimalism newsletter and bonus podcast. This is a way to look at your stuff differently, to look at your life differently with more open eyes. 
That being said, I really loved episode number four slash newsletter number four that I am sending out to everyone in my Soulful Minimalism newsletter. They're getting access to this bonus podcast and getting to listen to downloads like this every single week um, that are more aligned with creating a life that feels good, creating a home that feels good rather than just following some basic step-by-step physical decluttering rules. So as we enter into the new year, I really wanted to share this episode with you um, because I think it's super impactful and good for all of us to remember before we go into this new year thinking we have like these awesome goals we're going to do so amazing. I want to share with you a little bit about plot twists in our life and give you hopefully a new perspective on how to make the most complicated areas of your life a little bit easier because I am one of those people who tends to go into the new year like, yeah, gung-ho, all the energy I possibly can, and then I burnt out after three weeks. So my hope is that this will inspire you to slow down and start out the new year by simplifying rather than going as hard as you can. My husband, Tom, tends to do this thing where he retells me stories over and over again. um, And as he tells them, more details seem to drip out until he realizes that in his story, there was this big aha moment uh, that he didn't know was there the whole time. Now, it's hard to use any of his actual stories as examples because the truth is they're all pretty shocking stories. So I'm just going to make up one so that you can kind of get an idea of what I'm talking about. So let's say that Tom repeatedly told me the story about how his dad used to take him driving in his Corvette all the time. For years, I listened to my sweet husband regale me with stories about how he would cruise the streets with his dad and how he would always get to ride with the top down. So picture him telling me, my dad and I would drive up and down the street with the windows down, playing Guns and Roses the whole way. I smile and listen on, allowing him to relive this core moment in his life. Yeah, he surprised me with the car one day when we were out walking. He ran into the liquor store quickly and came out running with the keys in his hand. He yelled for me to jump in as fast as I could and told me never to look back. Then the liquor store clerk ran out after us to... (laughs) This is usually the part of his stories where he sees my facial expression and the aha moment hits him. Uh, Yeah, your dad stole the car. Your dad stole this car. Now, before we continue, let me be clear. Tom's dad never once stole a car that we are aware of. I'm merely using this as an example to make a point that Tom repeatedly regales me with these core memory stories that have a plot twist, even though he didn't know they were coming. While this shocking story isn't one of the actual ones, trust me, the real life plot twists are just as shocking. I tell you this because a lot of times our struggles, setbacks, and bad habits might really be obvious to onlookers, but are not always obvious to us. For example, I used to do a few big declutter sessions per year, only to realize that if I was always decluttering, I wasn't actually getting anywhere. Plot twist. I heard a story about a woman who was always overwhelmed by the amount of dishes that she owned. Without fail, her sink would fill up, her countertops would become covered, and the dishes would go unwashed for so long that her cupboards were empty and the dirty dishes were stuck to her countertops. Finally, she would have no choice but to give in and do the dishes, which was always a daunting task. The solution? 
fewer dishes. Own fewer dishes. If her dishes piled up on the counters until there were none left in the cupboard, all she needed to do to lighten her load was remove the amount of dishes that she had. Plot twist. This is where we run into problems a lot of times. We are going through life unaware of our own plot twists. The reality is things don't have to be as difficult as we imagine they have to be. After each massive declutter session I would go through, I would pat myself on the back, congratulating myself on the sweat equity I had put in on the hours of hard work I had accomplished. When in reality, I could have avoided the overaccumulation of stuff if I simply bought less stuff to begin with. There would be no big sweat equity declutter sessions. This woman who I used in the example could have avoided these long dishwashing sessions by simply owning fewer dishes. It reminds me of a parable I heard told by Wayne Dyer about a person walking around with a thumbtack in their pocket that was stuck in their thigh. The person continued to walk around with the thumbtack in their thigh while complaining to everyone about the pain that they were in. They took painkillers to dull the pain, but the thumbtack stayed in so long they began to walk with a limp. Whenever anyone asked, they would go on and on about the pain this pin was causing them until one day someone said, why don't you take the pin out? Plot twist. So what's your plot twist? If you find yourself overwhelmed by the stuff in your house, drowning in clutter, or stressed out over the workload you are carrying around your house or in your life, can I ask you, what's the plot twist? Now, a lot of times we don't want to acknowledge our own plot twists because we would have to accept that we very well may be our own problem. Chances are we are. <laughs> but remember, the only way to make lasting change is to start showing up differently. Take out the pin. Are you in the clutter cycle like I once was? Does it seem like no matter how much you declutter, you keep having to declutter? If so, what's the pin? Where's the source? What is it that keeps coming into your house that is keeping you stuck in this cycle? Can you cut it off at the source? For example, I used to be overwhelmed by my kids' toys. I think most parents can relate. I would read ideas online like toy cycling and better organized bins. When I taught preschool, we had bins for all the toys and each bin had a picture label so the kids knew where to put each toy back. It was a perfect system for a preschool. I tried implementing this at home and the only way it worked was if I put myself into the role of toy cleaning dictator who oversaw the toy tidying on a nearly hourly basis. Toy cycling wasn't great because I would forget to cycle and my kids seemed to ask for new toys during those times when I was too busy to go into dictator mode. So I would just take down another bin without clearing away the first bin so that I could get back to work or cooking or whatever it was that I was doing at the time. So what did work? What actually solved my problem? Giant, ugly bins. Those big 10-gallon bucket-sized bins that work best for outdoor soccer balls, I bought three. At the end of the day, all the toys needed to be back in the bins, and I didn't care where. I didn't care how, as long as it wasn't me who had to put them back. I just needed it done so I could see the floors in my home again. The plot twist was that I needed to stop trying to make organizing chaos aesthetically pleasing or a complicated system. 
I needed to be more realistic about what I was actually capable of managing in a day. Did my toy bins look as cute, pretty, or organized as all those moms on Pinterest? Nope. That was something I had to let go of too. Take the time to go through your worksheet today and walk through your home asking yourself, where are my plot twists? What are the biggest areas of frustration in your home or even your life? What would managing those things look like if it could be easy? Here's a hint. Making things easier doesn't look like coming up with a color-coded organizational system, heading to Target to buy bins, tools, and label makers, freaking out and screaming at everyone in your house. Trust me, if this worked, my life would be running so smoothly. I wouldn't have to worry about covering the gray hairs that consume my head. If you want life to feel easier, work to embrace easy. This goes against everything we've ever been taught. We would love to believe that the more sweat, work, and perfection we can put into things, the more worthy we somehow are. Let me challenge you in this mindset and remind you that those are nonsense rules that have been handed down to us by people who are overwhelmed and overworked. If you don't want to follow their footsteps, take the time to consider that life could actually be easy. Here's your declutter prompt for the week. Don't worry about decluttering so much as finding a simple solution to an area of frustration in your home or life. Remember, sometimes we are too close to our own picture. Just like my sweet husband didn't see the plot twists in his stories until he retold them to me multiple times. Sometimes we need to talk it out with another person or even ourselves. Never underestimate the power of talking to yourself because I do it all the time and it's really helpful. This might require you eliminating some things, but it might be as simple as making a single shift in your mindset. Hey again, thanks so much for hanging out with me today on the Unstuffed Podcast. It means so much that you chose to carve out some of your precious time just to hang out with me. If you aren't quite ready for our time to end, head to the show notes where you can grab my free declutter checklist, join my newsletter subscription, and connect with me on some of your favorite social platforms. Sending you so much love until next time.